Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. We're going to continue talking about building a bridge of trust. This is extremely important. It is, if you would, the of the Ecclesia principles that we've talked about, a lot of them guide and govern policy. This one guides and governs behavior. It guides and governs behavior. And the two texts that we have used last week, and I want to use them again this week, is Proverbs 18, 19. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. Now, this brother offended, we're not talking about what, what uh, manipulation uh, that, well, I'm just offended. We're not talking about that type of thing. We're talking about where it's real, that a person was literally offended, that, uh, and it was something that was done wrong. We're not talking about the fake offense. We're talking about real offense when something has been done wrong and it has impacted someone. Those dynamics, it's harder to win that person back than to take a strong city, Solomon said. The other verse that we're looking at is Matthew 24, 12. It says, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. So often we don't make the connection between what's happening to people in our society and lawlessness. When lawlessness abounds, and that doesn't just mean that you know they're breaking the speed limit, they're doing these types of things. I'm not, it's not really talking about that. If you would, as Stephen Covey, author of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People said, the, the laws of human interaction are just as fixed as the laws of nature. And when you have people breaking the laws of human interaction, and those laws of human interaction are revealed to us in the Bible, but also you just come to know them through interacting with people. Uh, if you would, one of the terms that's often used is the laws of nature. In other words, there are those things that world over, we understand this is not right. Certain things are just not right in general. And so with that, because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will wax cold. And so closely related to love is trust. Because lawlessness abounds, trust diminishes. Love diminishes. Those go hand in hand so frequently. And so we looked at things of how we can assess the load limit on the bridge of trust. This week, I want us to look at what happens when trust is broken. Now, we'll use a lot of individual situations. But if you'll recall, one of our Ecclesia principles was understanding justice and equality on a societal scale. 
we have to, we can see it in a small picture with individuals, but some of our issues are much larger than what is happening between two people. Trust is being broken between groups. Trust is being broken between government and the people. There are so many levels that trust can be broken on. But what happens when that trust is broken? And part of the reason I want to talk about this is because building a bridge of trust almost sounds a little too uh, feely. And not for a lot of people, it won't seem like it's real, that it will really matter. Well, we need to do something concrete, you know, not just this ooey-gooey stuff. No, when trust is broken, it has real-life consequences, real life. And you can see these real-life consequences on the TV. You can hear them on the radio. You can see them with your eyes, at probably at work and in other places, on various types of levels. We see it with individuals very clearly, but the same thing is happening right now on a societal scale. And we'll talk about the problems that that creates so that you'll see that this isn't just a, a feel-good, let's build a bridge of trust. No, the bottom line is, if we don't build a bridge of trust, we're going to be in trouble because without that bridge of trust, a lot of bad things happen. A lot of bad things happen. So let's go ahead and, and get into it. What happens when the bridge of trust is broken? Here is what happens. First, agreements are modified or eliminated. Let's look at the history of our nation. One of the things that our nation did, and it's, and it's one of the, the uh, uh, black eyes on our nation as a whole, is what our government did uh, with the Native American population, breaking agreement after agreement after agreement. Anytime an agreement is broken, if it's eliminated entirely or if the side that seems to be the stronger side modifies it to however they want it. You know, one, one of the, the worst things and little known fact is, is that the Trail of Tears that took place uh, that was overseen by Andrew Jackson, Democratic president. And what is little known about that whole Trail of Tears is that land, uh, he and his buddies basically got title to it and then they would move them off. And his supporters, his friends, made tons of money doing that for that day in time. And it was a, a, a manipulation of the system. It broke the agreements. And it was broken because the power was there to do it. The power was there to manipulate it. And it created a distrust for anything that the U.S. government said as far as, particularly in that case, uh, the Cherokee Indians, uh, 
their whole thing. Why would they trust when if it's in our power to change it, we will? So much of what is happening in our nation right now is those in power are modifying agreements, modifying or just totally doing away with things we understand to be right and proper. Let me give you an example. And I think I've mentioned this once before. But, you know, the, the cocaine, <laughs> the white powder that was found at the White House. Now, it wasn't at the White House itself, but it was on the White House grounds. Uh, there's actually, the White House grounds consists of a number of buildings that is off of what you would typically think of as the White House. But you would know that there are cameras everywhere in that section. But what was the conclusion of the investigation of how that cocaine got there? They have no idea. They have no idea how it got there. In other words, <laughs> you know, they found the box that it was in or whatever the container was. Somewhere or another, whoever had it showed up on a camera somewhere. You know good and well they did. But the case was closed because we can't find anything. You see, here's the problem. There is, if you would, an unspoken agreement between the American people and the Federal Bureau of Investigation that we're going to get to the bottom of crimes and we're going to take care of things. That is a, a, a it's an unspoken agreement. We expect that from our law enforcement. And then to just modify that. Oh, we didn't see anything. It's almost like, you know, the three monkeys. Hear no evil, see no evil, do no evil. Well, it really, they've only got two monkeys. Uh, hear no evil and see no evil. A lot of evil is being done, but we didn't see it. We didn't hear about it. That is so much of what is happening right now, and that's one of the reasons that trust in our government and trust in government officials is tanking. That is why, you know, all the stuff that has happened over the last couple of years, you know, uh, about, about a wide range of things. It, it used to be, you know, as a kid growing up, you know, if the government said it, you know, I, I was happy when Nixon was forced to step down because he cheated. He was forced to step down. Today, that would be passed on as long as his party was in power. It just wouldn't happen. Because in all honesty, it is a known fact now, and nothing's being done about it, that the, the Trump campaign was spied on by the FBI under the direction of President Barack Obama. Same thing that Nixon did. Nothing happened. Why? Because, well, it's modified because 
those investigating the crimes are not neutral. They have picked a side. It's a problem. It is a problem. And trust is diminishing because of that across the country. Now, there are those that, oh, no, they would never do that. Well, again, tell me how they didn't see who had the container of the cocaine. Just tell me that. You know there were cameras everywhere. How in the world do you never see that? Now, I believe it had to come down to who had it and who put it there. Didn't want to charge them with anything. Didn't want to do that. There, there's so much going on. You know, in all honesty, President Joe Biden has said, oh, my son never took any money. I've never taken any money. Now Congress has found that the family got somewhere between 10 and $20 million, all because Vice President Biden was willing to talk to some people. And, you know, and he even said one time, I believe it was uh, with, uh, it was either Iraq or Iran, where he was on national TV saying that this better come, uh, that they better do something, the money better come over like they were talking about. But Congress has found, you know, I think it's somewhere between 10 and 20 LOCs and various things that are tied for a pay-to-play type of thing. Vice President Biden would meet with somebody and then money would be transferred to his family at that point. Now, do we just believe that he never would get any of that? I don't know. I don't know that he has. I haven't seen that part of it. But, you know, this whole tax thing, you know, Hunter Biden, you know, he has reported all of his taxes. Well, lo and behold, they found out there's, you know, million and a half dollars uh, from a foreign source. Well, it had to amend that. But we keep getting told no. And so then they actually tried to do a plea deal. Judge strikes it down and says, yeah, that's not typical deal right here. That's got to change. Plus, uh, his, uh, one of the people from his attorney's office actually called to get, uh, pretending to be someone else, to get evidence removed. If you see that and hear that, you go, wow, that's, that's not according to the agreement. Things are being so manipulative that if we do not keep the trust bridge there, confidence in our government will continue to dip. See you tomorrow.